Okay. We got it. I have a good morning, everybody. Thank you all for coming. Uh, do I have a move? We open. Is there a second? Second. All in favor? All right. All opposed? And to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. On the Texas flag, I pledge allegiance to thee, Texas, one state, under God, one indivisible. Lord, we thank you for another beautiful day in Fayette County, another precious day of life for all of us we ask you continue to work on blessing us with a little much needed rain that we have we thank you also for all our first responders keep us safe and secure healthy in our county ask that you give us a wisdom today to make decisions that are in the best interest of those who have entrusted us in this office in your name we pray Okay, our first agenda item is to consider and take appropriate action approving the minutes from our previous meetings of the regular meeting of 22 September and the special meeting of 28 September. I move we approve the, meet, the minutes for the September 22nd and September 28th meetings. Second. Is there any further discussion? All in favor? Uh, Aye. All opposed? That motion carries unanimously. Sign those minutes. Okay, good to go, County Clerk? We are, thank you. All right, second agenda item is our open public comments. Petitions, requests, or statements by our public. <coughs> Anyone here have anything more to say? Are you happy? You must be happy, Mr. Hillel. I got five minutes of rain last night. Me <laughs> <laughs> too. Same rain probably, yeah. Okay. All right. Do I have a motion? Move we close public comment. Is there a second? Second. Any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. Aye. All opposed. Motion carries unanimously. And our third agenda item: consider take appropriate action concerning a part-time or full-time position, Justice of the Peace, Precinct Two. Okay. Good morning. Good morning. I was just wanted to discuss with you about um, how you came to the idea of having a floater for 
JP to go as a clerk? That that idea just came about when we got rid of the two full-time positions mm -hmm. at Precinct 1 and just talking with Kyle. Okay. I mean, it's not a have to do it. It's just it was an option that was thrown okay. out, and Kyle was fine with it. It all comes out of Kyle's budget. Right, right. Um, well, I feel like I want my own clerk. I was Donna Hollow used to be, but she was with me for 14 years, and I would, I would, you know, like to have her as my part-time clerk. And I visited with Jane Monroe, and, and she's, you know, she's ideal with her too. So, um, and it may be only once or twice a week when we have court on the second Friday. Or um, Monday's a big mail day. You know, that might be a day. So Donna just wants to come back. Uh, just part time. Just, okay. Just I don't know. And do what, you have a full time too? No. Or just, oh, so you're going to go from she'll have one full time now. Right. She already has a full time. I have her full time. Elizabeth Pollard. Oh, that took. Okay. And right. she's, that took, she's got all of her vacation left too. I think okay. this year. Right. So she's going to be gone seven days straight. So I would just like to have my Donna back for a day or two a week of that. Some weeks we may even need her. I know the brand more troopers on. I'm getting another game warden. My constable's out there now, like tickets to get an Alger. So um, and uh, as you can I didn't bring my monthly report, but Fifty-four thousand or something last night. And honestly, they're the JP that's collecting the most right now. They're collecting more than even JP four, which used to be our highest collector. It's interesting because two, two each move. It's all moving. Two used to be the, the smallest. Right, right. Well, we have two ninety and yeah. sure, seventy one. I have the river. I have the lake. It all adds up. So you're, what you're asking is to bring Donna on part-time? On part-time basis, yes. But be there whenever Elizabeth could not be there. <coughs> and Elizabeth will be gone seven days straight. Mm -hmm. uh, the end of November. Do we need a budget amendment or do we need, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, we'll yeah, have to we'll have a we'll budget amendment for it. I just we have to calculate around about how much it'll be. Yeah. Is it going to be one day a week? Is it going to be two days a week? Three a week? We've got to have something to budget with. Right. I don't see more than two days a week. I mean, uh, except for maybe the week that Liz that's gone that whole right, week. Right, that week that Liz already has gone on vacation. And then the rate. Yeah, and the rate. What does she want to believe that? Can you work with our auditor and just kind of <coughs> see if we can come up with what that might be? Okay. Cost, okay. Uh, Sheila, and then uh, we'll bring it before the court and make a decision. Yes. Okay. okay. I appreciate that. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Any auditor, anything else on that? Is that kind of what we need to do? Yeah, I think. But then we'll need to put it definitely on the next next agenda because I think she's needing her as quickly as possible too. But 
Because I did you have court yet this month? We have court tomorrow. Well, she has a full time now, right? Yeah. The last time she said she had court, she had uh, no one to answer the phone or <coughs> go through the mail because when they're doing court, they're handling. Yeah, you can't hand, you can't handle all that other going on because of James visiting with everybody on a pretrial basis. So basically. Your your business, y'all picked up so much lately that you can't just you had a one time full time. Now you need a one time full time and this part time to come in right. two days a week. Right. And that probably when you have court. Okay. One second. Well, I don't have a problem. We have a full time and a part time in the model. I don't think we we're that. Seems to be what is now. Okay. I. You know, let's just package it and see what we got to come up with and pay, and then we'll support you. I appreciate that. Right, thank you. We appreciate all you've done. Thank you. I know you're getting ready to wrap it up here. You got what, a couple more months. So. How many years? 37 and a half. 37 and a half years. I taught for 20 for the other two judges, the Rosses, and then went to Terry Ross. Retired. She didn't retire in sequence with the elections. Mm -hmm. So I, well, I was appointed by Commissioner Sports. Well, thanks for all you've done for our county. We appreciate it. I love it. We love that county. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Do I have a motion? I'm going to approve a part-time position for Justice of the Peace Precinct. Well, do we need to we need to kind of package it, see what it's going to cost, and all that, right? So what is that? Well, we got it. Are we? I mean, I don't know what <laughs> we'll have or any other information. Yeah. Why don't we put this on the next agenda? She will come with you. We'll have it packaged, then we can vote on it. What do you uh, think? Okay. And maybe have a special meeting. If we yes, if we need it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they're running the time constraints. Okay, for first. Is when they need it. Our next meeting is not till. Yeah, we can. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. special yeah. session. Yeah. 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 Just <coughs> okay. Defer mm -hmm. to the next to a, to a future meeting. Okay, so we'll defer that one. You want me to make motion? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I move we defer to a future meeting. Yeah. Is there a second? Second. Okay. Any further discussion? <laughs> All in favor? Aye. Aye. All opposed. The motion carries unanimously. Thirty-seven years of the county. <clears throat> Okay, agenda item four. What? He didn't beat 39. How many of you got? 39 and a half. Well, All right. Agenda item four is to acknowledge the donation of $7,500 from our Fayette County Farm Bureau for the Farrell Hall <coughs> Abatement Program. Okay. Do we have someone here from the, we don't <clears throat> okay do we have any kind of recognition other than to publicly acknowledge them that's just what we want to do yeah. okay we uh, had a meeting this morning Scott talked about it and they're going to uh, <clears throat> put the money they want to find some more programs to use the 7500 instead of just sticking it into a bounty because it's just all gone so they're going to 
he's working with Farm Bureau to try to figure out what the, what the next move is, but try to, you know, the last 15000 they spent on those traps, and right now there's two out only, and it's because there's just not a lot, a lot of activity with the hogs right now, but they've got a list waiting once the conditions kind of change. So they're going to take the 7500 and try to figure out what else they can put that money into instead of just dumping it into a bounty because you know what the bounty's going. So they're, he's going to be meeting with the Farm Bureau again on that, so. And we did not put it in the bounty. We put it in yep. the actual feral hall yeah. program. And that's what he wants to do with this again. So. Well, I I would like to <coughs> make a motion then that we uh, acknowledge and thank the Fayette County Farm Bureau for their donation of $7,500 to our feral hall abatement <coughs> program. Second. Is there any further discussion? Yeah. I just want to mention the Farm Bureau. I'm not sure if people in Fayette County realize all the, the donations they make. You know, they just had a they had a, a fundraiser the other day, and uh, whichever 4-H program sold the most tickets, they donate another $1,000 to that particular group just to the 4-H kids. So Farm Bureau really steps up and does a lot. And uh, I just, you know, they, they, rec they, I think they need a lot of recognition for the things they do. I'm not sure if everyone realizes the things they do, but they just gave $1,000 because they sold the most tickets. So that's another Farm Bureau's, they, they give back to the community, what I'm trying to say. So. All in favor? Aye. Aye. All opposed? The motion carries unanimously. Agenda item five is to consider take appropriate action in entering into a memorandum of understanding between the Federal Aviation Administration and Fayette County, Texas, regarding the operation and maintenance of the Fayette Regional Air Center AWOS. And I know our airport director is here, Deborah. Up to speed on that. Good morning. So our AWOS system is still operating in test mode. <clears throat> they uh, were waiting on the ultrasonic wind sensor to arrive. It got the mechanical one got shipped in, by the state, and they went in and installed it just so that we would have the wind information. Um, <clears throat> I, I'm not sure when they're going to come back out, but once they do, and they 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 will be the the installer will also be the same company that does the ongoing maintenance. That part is required by this um, the contractor. Uh, yeah, so that shall get started hopefully before the end of the month. Okay, so you are asking us in. Uh just to uh, approve the member the MOU that you have? Yes, this is just, yeah, a, just a, an agreement that we are going to maintain the system okay, all right. in operation. And the contractor put it in is going to do that? Yes. All right. Okay. Yes, we have a description <coughs> with them, I guess you call it. How long does the test phase go? Is Until it they get it uh, certified. Tweaked or something. Yeah, the, um, the FAA has to come out and the FCC. I think it's the FAA comes out and signs off on it. Okay. And that hasn't been scheduled yet. So. Okay. I move we enter into a memorandum of understanding between Federal Aviation Administration and Fayette County regarding the operation and maintenance of the Fayette County AWAS system. Would you, uh, okay, is there a second? Second. In further discussion, would, would in 30 seconds, would you just refresh everybody's memory of what an aid loss at our airport does? It is an automated What's weather it? observation system, right. and it provides uh, pilots um, 
weather information so that they can determine, like yesterday, we had really low cloud coverage and there was a, a gentleman that was waiting on an airplane to come in and, and they weren't sure whether they could make it in there because there's, even with the specialized equipment that they have on the airplane, if the cloud, the lowest level of clouds is less than like 200 feet, they're not legal to land and they broke out at 350 feet. <laughs> So they were able to come in and land. The biggest and pertinent information for you know whether they even want to make an attempt to land at the airport based on the current weather situation. Okay. All in favor? Aye. Aye. All opposed? The motion carries unanimously. Thanks for your work on that. <coughs> Agenda item six is considered to take appropriate action concerning approving the final plat of County Line 360 from KCM Round Top One LLC. Good morning, commissioners. The first plot here from County Line 360 is in Precinct 2 on Carolyn Wagner Road. The majority of this platted uh, subdivision is actually in Washington County. And so when we approve this today, the same plot is going to go before Washington County's Commissioner Corner. They're going to sign it, it'll be recorded there. And then at a later date, we'll get that physical copy for you guys to sign if approved as well, and so it'll get recorded in both counties. Uh, but all the lots in the subdivision do meet all the requirements of Fayette County. They are all a minimum of two acres with the existing public road frontage. The one lot that is lot seven there, the five acre tract, is a flag lot uh, with the stem of the flag lot being 60 foot wide. Uh, but the majority of that lot, other than the access, is all in Washington County as well. Does Washington County have similar restrictions to Fayette or? For outside of their city limits, yes, mm -hmm. very, very similar. Mm. So the process would be we approve it and then they approve it and then? They're actually gonna see it first, okay. um, but they will have the physical copy now. And so then uh, if approved, you'll sign that later. And I guess you and the precinct commissioner from Washington County yeah, it was. <clears throat> we already were discussing because of the way it's laid out. We have a little different driveway standard than they do, so we got to make sure we know on who's who's county the property lays because because they have a little different setup. But we done discussed it, and I think everything will work out fine. <clears throat> I moved that we approve the final plat of County Line 360 from the KCM Round Top One LLC. Is there a second? Second. Any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. Aye. All opposed? Motion carries unanimously. Agenda item seven considered to take appropriate action concerning approving the phase one final plat of Jack's Creek Oak subdivision in South LA property, LLC. This plat is increasing too as well on Hackermack Road. Mm -hmm. The entire acreage here is about 89 acres. As part of phase one, the existing lots, the three there with road frontage, are gonna be part of this phase that will be sold first. And you'll see the 60 foot uh, going with the reserve there. That will be later developed with the county road. That will be platted as part of phase two.
good. Yeah, I'm good with it. I'm hooking with Prune Phase 1, Farm Plat of the Jacks Creek Oak Subdivision from South LA Property LLC. Is there a second? Second. Any further discussion? Other than I'm going to have some neighbors. You're going to have some new neighbors. All in favor? All in favor? Aye. All opposed? Motion carries unanimous. Agenda item 8. Consider take appropriate action concerning the application from Ryan Foster requesting division of real property located in Precinct 3. Thank you all for coming. Thank you all. Thank you all. Thank you all. Thanks, Ben. This application is for approximately 100 acres in Precinct 3. And this application actually came before the court before. Uh, one of the tracks previously approved is now divided into what you see as track six there. Uh, track six will be accessed with a flag lot, um, the 30 foot strip of land as well. So that's why it's being brought back uh, to commissioner's court. But all these tracks do meet the county's requirements for mm -hmm. lot size and road frontage. <clears throat> Talked to Mr. Foster the other day. Oh, well, um, as soon as we get this done, we're going to start installing copper pipes. And so um, everything sounds good. It's been a while. It's, I don't know. We've been working on it for a while, but he wanted to re reconfigure some of his uh, the way he broke the land up. So okay, <clears throat> very good. I move we. Uh, Approval application from Ryan Foster requesting a division of real property in Precinct 3. Is there a second? Second. Any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. Aye. All opposed? Aye. Motion carries unanimous. Agenda item number nine. Consider take appropriate action concerning the application from Randall and Estelle Woolery requesting a division of real property located in Precinct. This is a 14-acre tract along Drisdale Road in Precinct 1, two-acre two tracts, and then a remaining 10-acre tract are being created. All of these lots have public road frontage and meet our county's requirements. I move we Approve the application from Randall and Estelle Woolery on division of the property. Is there a second? Second. Any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. Aye. All opposed? Motion carries unanimously. Agenda item 10 is to hear monthly report from <coughs> Stranado, our County Inspector, Office of Development, Permit and Construction. <coughs> okay, for the month of September, we issued 22 new septic permits. The 23 inspections and issued 14 development permits. We had 10 divisions of property, so kind of a, a fairly standard month again. We had a few really busy months over the summer, uh, but as now it's kind of what we would expect as normal in terms of permit numbers. We don't track, we track septic tanks, septic systems, but we don't track uh, water wells. We do not. That is through the groundwater district. They have their own set of regulations and permits. If we were to want to know how many new water wells holes have been punched in the ground, 
they would be able to give us that information? They would, and actually asked them after our previous, I think in August or September, commissioner's meeting when that kind of came up with some, a lot of new subdivisions sourcing groundwater as their only supply. Uh, reached out to the groundwater district, and they actually thought the best information uh, would come from their uh, geotech person. So they were going to bring that up at their next board meeting and see what all, who they wanted to send to the commissioner's board and what all information they thought would be important. Uh, so just from a regulatory standpoint, I told them y'all want a little information. Yeah, hopefully. Just, just the thing, just, I don't know, there's just have a lot of development going on on here, punching a lot of water wells. I don't know what depth they are, if they're different depth, same depth, what in different parts of the county, what impact might it have on the county, good, bad, none. I think they might be able to address some of those things. Correct, and so they are planning on coming. They had a quarterly meeting with their board in October sometime, and they were gonna discuss that and try to get a presentation together for the court before the end of the year. I know I get a lot of questions about that. Yeah. And I think a lot of people think the commissioner's court have power with that. We have absolutely none whatsoever. He was nice and clear whenever he came to our meeting that day and stated that they're elected officials just like us, and so they make the rules and regulations that we don't. They'll take our advice, which doesn't mean much, but <laughs> they're going to do whatever they want. So if you have a problem with it, go Okay. All right. And I believe we are having issues in. Um, Gonzales County, they're doing a lot of fracking there, and I talked to some people the other day, they've had a lot of issues with their water wells, having to come in and drill them deeper, so I hope we don't get in that position. I move we accept the monthly report from Chester Howell. Is there a second? Second. Any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. Aye. All opposed? <coughs> Motion carries unanimous. Okay, agenda item 11. Consider take appropriate action concerning granting two applications for pipeline public road board crossing permits submitted by Lavaca Midstream LLC for said pipelines to cross under Scott School Road, Precinct 3, a public county road located in Fayette County, Texas. Uh, Lavaca Midstream is new to doing business in the county, but we have received all their permits and applications complete and on time and paid up. Everything is good to go. I move we, um, we grant two applications for water for pipeline public bore crossing permits submitted by Baca Midstream LLC to go under Scottsville Road, a public county road located in Bay County. Is there a second? Second. Is there any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. Aye. All opposed? Motion carries unanimously. Paperwork and that. Okay. Agenda item 12 is to uh, set the holiday schedule for 2023. And there is the proposed list of how many holidays do we have? Well, well, you're not going to get any of those. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? 
after the 31st of December, every day is a holiday. There you go. <laughs> 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, 16, Columbus Day, Veterans Day, Thanksgiving holidays, Christmas, and one day of the employee's choice, a floating holiday. Okay. With supervisory approval. Commissioner I move we approve the 2023 Bay County holiday schedule. Is there a second? Second. Is there any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. Aye. All opposed? Motion carries. <clears throat> Thanks, man. Agenda item 13. Acknowledge the 2023 EMS holiday shift for EMS full-time non-exempt field employees. So the optics of this always look a little weird, but if you think about it, it makes sense. Um, most of the, not most, but a lot of the holidays the county celebrates, they recognize on a Monday. The holiday may be on a Sunday. Um, I think, I don't, a couple of examples um, from that are in there, I think. So the, what we've done basically is change all the holidays that actually occur on a weekend. We, the people that are actually working those holidays are getting the pay. They won't come in and work a holiday for straight time or get the holiday time for it. And then whoever comes in on Monday gets paid for you know holiday time when they're just working on Monday. Um, so that's kind of what we did here. And then um, so the county recognizes Good Friday, um, but the I guess the holiday really, as far as I look at it, I'm not going to put my views off on anyone else. Is Easter, um, and we talked about instead of celebrating Good Friday as a holiday at EMS, just celebrating Easter, and plenty of people had a problem with that. So what we did is we we relinquished the floating holiday and we recognized both Good Friday and Easter as holidays. So. I move we approve the 2023 EMS holiday schedule. Is there a second? Second. Is there any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. Aye. All opposed? Motion carries Agenda item 14 is to hear a report from our EMS director, Josh. So for the month of September, uh, we billed $495,000 and collected uh, just over $120,000. That was a low month in cash collections. And if you go back about three months, which is about what we figure for time for accounts to mature, um, we billed 436000 that month, which was our second lowest, our third lowest month of the year. So it kind of makes sense that this would be a little bit lower. Um, the cash collections, the auditor and I met Tuesday, and we're both pretty confident that that's going to exceed what we projected on collections at the end of the year. Even looking at a worst case number from now to the end of the year, we still should be good. Um, 
It's been busy. Uh, we've been we've been busy with calls and we've been busy with uh, projects. Uh, I spoke with the Round Top Fire Chief yesterday. The the little living quarters we're building out there is. It may be done now, today. They were talking about running some wires and doing some stuff yesterday, um, installing some appliances, stuff like that. But uh, that may be done as we speak. Um, the Schulenberg Station concrete was poured Monday. Monday? Uh, it was poured Monday. The building packet, the metal building, is set to be delivered next Friday. And construction should begin the same day. And they average about a week to frame the metal building and he thinks at that point is when it's really on fly because uh, the rest of the trades will come in and finish it out on the inside and we'll get it moving so that shield bar station should become long pretty quickly too um, and then what will we do with <coughs> what's what's the plan for you? my opinion is certainly that uh, put that on the market or so i I talked to blake about it and we feel like the county the best way the county can can get a fair market value price for that building is to retain a licensed realtor and market the building and, and sell it through the market. Blake feels like we have legal means to do so, and so that's what I'm going to propose at that time. Unless the county has other plans with what they like. How do we get a realtor? Do we have to go out for bid or proposal? I don't know. I, that, I would it, say, it says that in the, in the local government code you can use, but I don't know. There's got to be some kind of fair problem. I would think there would be some kind of process by which we'd have to go, but I would defer to Blake on that one. But maybe when we get closer, three quarters of the way done, maybe we'll start that process. For sale by owner. That's even harder to do. Yes. Yeah. He'd have to go out for an auction. And as long as someone else writes the tier, the, the real estate contracts, do whatever you want to do. I don't know enough about it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anything else? No, sir. Unless you guys have questions, I'd be happy to answer. Can you email us that report? Yeah, that's my fault. Sorry. Yeah. Sure, yeah. sure. I'll actually leave this one on Kevin. And, and where are you going after this meeting? I'm going to uh, or game or two of the American League Division Series. Oh, Thanks for bringing that up, Judge. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go to game one? I'd be, no. No. Oh, then don't jinx. <laughs> yeah. Hey, both the games I've been to this year, they won by like 10 points. So. Okay. All right. Can we accept the report for me and Mr. Is there a second? Second. Any further discussion? All in favor? Uh, uh, aye. All opposed? The motion carries unanimously. Drive carefully. All right. He's still here. He's still here. Oh, you're you still up. <laughs> oh, you wanna, you're going to be here for this game. Uh, agenda item 15 is considered to take appropriate action and authorize our county auditor to advertise for bids for radios using AFG grant funds. So we have to go up for bids for this project, even though LCRA has been very gracious in trying to help us. Uh, the, I said that the information we have from LCRA to FEMA and didn't get a response, so I'm not surprised. But because it's over, you know, it's a million dollar project, we do have to go out for bids. And Josh has written some specs as though if it's, uh, and, and while it, I know the application was through the Schulenberg Fire Department as the applicant, our county procurement policies meet the federal guidelines. And so it was just a better process to submit using our guidelines because they've been approved by FEMA. 
Okay, refresh me now. We got this grant. Mm -hmm. It's there are. So this is the matching portion of it. No, the the match will come from the fire department. Okay. Okay. This is just using our procurement policy to to uh, submit the bid, uh, to advertise the bids. It's still going to go. Each of those departments are still responsible for their own share of the match. It's a total of a ten percent match, which is eighty six thousand and something. For the, all the agencies involved, and it will be prorated depending on how many radios each agency receives. But because we have to advertise, we just decided this would be the easiest route since they recognize our, our and have approved our procurement policies. And if you know anybody at FEMA, reach out. Maybe you'll have better luck than I have. Well, I do know somebody. What do you need? Uh, we have two local representatives who who sent me a questionnaire that we had to I had to respond to. One of the questions was, "Are we going to be bidding this, or would we would we be using a purchasing cooperative?" Well, LCRA is is I asked the question because we have an local agreement with LCRA. Can they procure the equipment for us? And that question is still on the table. Um, I also sent it to Blake, and it's. There's no other, I mean, they don't, nobody sells these through by source well. They do, they do, they but one of the things we're trying to do is protect the relationship that we have with LCRA, given the fact that they do a lot for us without charging. No, I got that. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to go through LCRA, but if we go through these, we don't have to go out. We do not have to, but, no, sorry, if we go through the bidding process, LCRA has the ability to bid on it. Mm -hmm. And since the radios, what we can pay for a radio is set by the grant, and the estimated cost, the quotes that we used for the grant came from LCRA, okay. and they are below that estimated or that amount we can spend. So I'm trying to do this legally. Who is AFG? Systems to Firefighter Grant, sorry. So if the LCRA is fine with this, is this route? Yeah, we we tried to we tried. Uh, to make it work, but uh, I just want to make certain that we don't have to come back because, you know, while Schulenberg is the lead applicant, the, the truth of the matter is we have five other <coughs> county volunteer fire departments that are participating and EMS, and so we just want to make certain that everything stays the way it's supposed to. Okay. Will we authorize the county auditor to advertise for bids for radios using the AFG grant funds? Is there a second? second? Any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. Aye. All opposed? The motion carries unanimously. Agenda item 16, consider to take appropriate action approving the purchase of a simulation mannequin for EMS using PRF funds. So this goes back to uh, the lovely COVID pandemic. Uh, the funds we are given as provider relief funds that have to be used for certain subcategories. Um, training simulations uh, are one of those categories. We still have a good bit of those funds. Um, I think it's around, we still have around $40,000 of those funds left. Uh, and we have to use it by 2024. Um, this is a good project. The current mannequin uh, that we use, if you like go back to like war games and you walk into the room and the computer takes up the whole room versus like a today's laptop, that's kind of the setup we have now. Um, and it's it's in it's a it's in a pretty bad state of repair and it would cost a ton of money to get it back to where it needs to be 
um, just because the mannequin we have is about 10 years old. Um, so this is a, a bill from our medical supplies vendor. Uh, we had a we had a guy come out and demonstrate the mannequin for us. It's not it's not gonna it's not a rocket ship, but it'll do the job for us. It'll let us train our people well. It does everything we do on a day to day basis plus some. Um, and so I'm just proposing it to you guys so that uh, we get approval to use those funds to purchase it. What do we do with the old mannequin? I put in a police car parking on I-10. So slow some drivers down. Um, that that old mannequin is no, no. that old mannequin. So the uh, the trachea where you go to do innovations is, is torn, and that piece is very expensive to replace. The software is old, out of date. Doesn't even work on the new Windows. Uh, the only way you can use the mannequin is by getting an old computer or a computer with an old software to power it up. So um, it's essentially, it's, I mean, you have to dispose of that carefully so the sheriff's office doesn't get a phone call and if someone finds it in the dumpster, it's like, uh, yeah, that's, we would dispose of it appropriately. I don't know what that means, dispose of it appropriately yet. Um, yeah. I got you. Okay. Curious. <laughs> the total cost is sixteen thousand. Yes, sir. So uh, this is so it's a it comes with like a tablet and uh, or a, like an like a small iPad and then it's got a, like a harness around its leg with some computer stuff and you can you can legitimately put this mannequin in the passenger seat of the captain's car, drive down to Schulenburg, throw it in the ambulance, and and run the guy through a scenario just using the tablet. And then you can play back the scenario and all the treatments they provided. It'll tell you if they did CPR right. It'll tell you if they breathed for the patient right. It'll, it'll tell you anything you need to know. Um, so it's the mannequin, it's that, and it's some replacement parts and some service down the road. Okay. I move we approve the purchase of simulation mannequin for EMS using PRF funds. Is there a second? Second. Any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. Uh, uh, opposed? The motion carries unanimously. Agenda item 17 is authorized up to four EMS employees to attend the Texas EMS Conference November 20th through the 23rd, 2022, in Austin, Texas. Do we have, a, we have several new paramedics, uh, both that have promoted from within our department and that we've hired in. Uh, there's a couple training courses. Uh, at the conference, there's been some interest in. Uh, one of them's on cardiology, one of them's on some breathing uh, monitoring. Uh, we think it would be a high benefit thing to send some people, and uh, we'd like to do so. We will be authorized four EMS employees to attend the Texas EMS conference on November 20th through the 23rd, 2022, in Austin, Texas. Is there a second? Second. Any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. Aye. All opposed? The motion carries unanimously. Are you leaving now? Yes, sir. Oh, okay. Drive here. Push first. Agenda item 18 is here a report from um, Angela Hong. So we're going to start with the buyout. You know, every time we take a step forward with this, we're going to take two steps back. 
Draw three, which was to fund the purchase of four homes, had to be resubmitted, which has been done, because one of the property owners on Country Club has disappeared again, apparently, and they cannot contact them. So they resubmitted draw three to GLO yesterday. Um, there's also a draw four, and I want to, Cindy, did you get anything back from Frank Minton? Mm -hmm. So, if y'all will remember when CapCog did the mod for the very first Harvey buyout project, anyone in the county, because the money went to the county, anyone went to the county who lives in the county could apply for the buyout program. Some, even if they live inside the city of LaGrange, because LaGrange didn't get any money, it came to the county. So we have, there are some homes inside the city that want to participate. They're on the list for draw four. I guess they've been on the list all along. We've just focused on the country club because that was considered high priority, urgent need. So those other, those houses that are inside the city limits did not meet the LMI component, so they were pushed to the back burner. GLO's changed the process now, and urgent need can still, can now be moved to the forefront because the LMI component has been met. So there's two or three homes in the range that want to participate in. My understanding from Tyler is that he worked with Janet Kerrigan and I guess Sean Rayburn to get those houses on the list. So we are going to, I mean, the county's going to have to buy them out. But what Cindy had reached out to Frank Menefee about was, okay, we have a local agreement with y'all. We can, we'll do this, but it, we're going to need the property to you because otherwise you're, you're going to have to maintain it. So we haven't heard anything back from the city of LaGrange, but GLO, uh, Grant Works is moving forward on those projects. So I just wanted y'all to be aware that I did not know, I didn't realize that, that that was part of the process, that I was just focusing on our county properties. Along those same lines, the paperwork that had to be submitted on behalf of the demo contractors has been submitted. It has been returned to the uh, the demo contractors, my understanding is everything's in place and they are working on those sealed bids. So there is some movement forward. It's just, it seems like, we're, you know, we're still stumbling a little bit on that. On the one particular home, can that home be just taken out so we can move forward? It has been. That's why draw three had to be okay. submitted. They pulled that, put that piece of property out. They will continue to try and reach out to the homeowner so that it can eventually be. Hmm. But I believe this is the same person that you're aware of. It's had some issues before about uh, that's probably the easiest home to, to handle once it's yeah. it's approved so okay uh the deal our hazard mitigation plan the first workshop and the public hearing there will be two public hearings the first workshop and that public hearing is set for october the 24th that is a monday uh at, at ems um, i don't know that all of you We'll receive an invitation. We've been working with uh, Heather on how we get y'all's input without having you all at the same meeting, without posting it as a, as a public meeting. But I know, Drew, you will, as Assistant Fire Chief for Schulenberg, you're going to get a separate. So if you want to be the liaison and come back to, I mean, we're going to let you obviously let you know what's going on with everything. But I just want you to know if you don't see something come across, it's not because you're not. Not your input's not needed, is we're just trying to make sure we meet all those open meeting act rules. The public, the, the workshop is to be for the participants in the plan. The public hearing is for what is considered stakeholders because FEMA has changed their hazard mitigation policies. And while they, they were approved in April of 20, 
22. They will become effective in April 23. So our plan will be built on those guidelines. And we now have to include the whole community in all of our workshops. So, so it is this the, the company that's going to do it for us is going to conduct this workshop? Yes. Yes. To gather information yes. to assist them in writing the plan. To, and that plan will meet the new guidelines. Right. And they will do, they'll be mailing out the invitations. Everything will come from uh, HDL Partners and Heather, Heather Ferrar. And they pay for the cost of that. That's part of what is in the I feel very confident with Commissioner Grossman overseeing that for us. Sure I knew he would be excited. And well taken care of. <laughs> Uh, the last thing is the GLO MIT. I've had a couple of our local officials call me about this. They've been told, you know, the range is getting this much money and this, this city's not this getting this much money. And I just want you all to know, there's not anything set in stone as to how much money anybody's giving yet. CATCOG finally was able to submit the mod to GLO September 23rd. As far as I know, you may have heard something different yesterday. Well, I just know the mayor was in here this morning from Bellinger who was wanting to visit with you, but we talked to him. But yeah. he had heard that people were getting money already. That's what's and, out there. And, and that's the word out there, and Cassie kind of made it clear. Well, I said it, I included him I in know, the I saw the email you yeah. sent out to all of them, yeah. But so in case y'all get questions, it has been submitted to GLO, and as far as I know, it's still at GLO for approval. But once GLO approves it, it has to go back out for public comment. There's, and at that, there are some preliminary numbers that my understanding is uh, Betty Voigt's with CATCOG has shared with some people that are not necessarily correct because it hasn't been set in stone and it won't be until they get all those comments back in. So it, the way it looks like it's going to be set up though is the county will get a portion of the money and then each city will get a portion of the money. Um, and I don't know how much it. So if you hear anything, tell them to call me. I mean, every time that's I get... A, that's a portion of the 27 now. Uh, well, 20, 26. Actually, I think it's up to 27 now. Yeah. But any questions that, you know, if I can't answer the questions, I call Martin, and he answers them for us. So if you all hear anything, you have any questions, just call me. I think that's all. It'll be interesting to watch Florida, what's going on. <clears throat> Talking about some stuff that's going to probably have to be torn down and moved out. Uh, mm -hmm. How their process goes compared to... Particularly since they voted here. against uh, federal assistance. Yes, mm -hmm. and uh, the fact that low to middle income, I mean, so much of their damage in Sanibel and some of these other areas up in there in the Outer Islands, I... But it'll be interesting to see how fast that moves along it compared will. to our process. Uh, well, if, if they're you, if they're working under the FEMA, it's going to be slow. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because the one of the GLO uh, crew that I'm working with on our hazard mitigation plan is actually housed in New Jersey, <coughs> so I'm not quite certain how that works. I didn't ask. Work from home. Yeah. Okay. All right, thanks. Do we accept the report from Angela Hahn, grant specialist? Is there a second? Second. Any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. Aye. All opposed? Aye. Aye. unanimously. Agenda 19, here report from Craig Murrell, our emergency management coordinator. Thank you, Judge. So, uh, Homeland Security 
Uh, we requested a portable antenna truck uh, from AT&T slash FirstNet to be deployed at near the antique fair. Uh, it is already up and in place and will be throughout the fair. Uh, this is a portable supplemental antenna, which will only affect people that have a FirstNet account, which is first responders and uh, both their personal phones and public phones. Hopefully it'll take a little pressure off uh, the main system as well, but the main reason for doing that is so that at least there's some method to communicate out there to the text to go and such. Uh, there's no cost to us for this. AT&T did it uh, on request. Uh, courthouse security met and made determinations for high priority items. We'll talk about those in, in detail during an executive session, but I was quite happy with the uh, decisions of the committee and uh, I look forward to presenting those to you all as well. Uh, Homeland Security Task Force met. Uh, got a briefing from uh, some of our regional partners of particular interest was our HAZMAT regional partner and our SWAT uh, partner. They uh, showed us some different robots they're using, different things that you can get in uh, to areas of uh, high danger without posing as much danger to humans. Uh, we participated in an effort called Project Titan uh, through CAPCOG uh, for greater, greater mobile EOC operations via web EOC. There's another round of uh, web EOC, let us request resources, have an operational view of what's going on, uh, some pretty good stuff. We've got an excellent uh, representative with CAPCOG who, who does that, uh, and, you know, a man named Matt who's very, very passionate about his job and is doing some good things. Uh, there is another round of cyber threats. I feel like I tell you all about this about every other meeting, uh, but there's a whole other round from state-sponsored state uh, cyber threats coming along. Be very, very careful and diligent about sharing passwords, about what you click on, uh, because they're looking for ways to compromise our system. Uh, from an management standpoint, uh, the old radio building was removed smoothly, and the new one was installed with no major hindrances. Uh, thank you to Commissioner Brosman, Precinct 4, for assistance with the project. Uh, the obsolete equipment has been eliminated. Uh, electricity, AC, and tower wiring is installed. LCRA uh, at Radio Division has been a tremendous help with this and will uh, finalize the installation of repeaters uh, next week. As soon as everything is plugged in, also we want to do a round of testing for our backup. Uh, we do have a backup uh, radio in there and uh, we want to get <coughs> test on the, on the books for that. Uh, volunteer crews from several agencies are assisting to mitigate a local disaster in the city of Latonia. Uh, the lead agency, Texas Baptist Men, has extensive experience with disaster cleanup, including the West explosion. They uh, demolished either 54 or 56 homes that were uh, totaled in the West explosion. Uh, they just both passed our fires in every major hurricane in the last decade. Uh, Red Cross was on site to assist uh, the newly renewed Faith County uh, Salvation Army. But, Plutonium Ministerial Alliance, Feed the Need, and many, many others. Actually, I had one more organization last night. The uh, South Central Texas uh, Prescribed Burn Association came out and um, did a, a fire watch uh, all night for us to make sure that everything was safe out there. Very much appreciate that. Uh, and on the health front, there's no major changes. Okay. I drove by that site yesterday in Plutonia, and uh, they're out there working, those guys. And uh, so I appreciate you working to get. Uh, these private organizations together and community resources to take care of that. Yes, the last walls come down right now. I was up there this morning. The one that was up against the building is already down. The last one's yeah. got two little corners on it. Uh, we'll be down uh, either already or in the next few minutes. That, that big unit that's up in front of the fire station and round top, is that what you're referring to? The yes, sir. Yeah, big old shiny face truck. Yeah. Okay. 
Appreciate it. I move we accept the report from Craig Moreau, Emergency Management Coordinator. Is there a second? Second. Any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. Aye. All opposed? The motion carries unanimous. Thanks, Craig. Agenda item 20 is to consider, discuss, and take appropriate action concerning the purchase of real estate from Michael and Gary Schwesberg. 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 For the bridge construction project on Bruno Road, St. Four. This is one of the textile grant bridge projects we have on Bruno Road, and the reason why we had to uh, buy a little piece of property is because whenever you're coming on the bridge, it's a sharp 90 to come on the bridge, and it's a sharp 90 to get off. It's really dangerous. You can't see if anybody's coming. Uh, and so we want to straighten the bridge out just a little bit, a little bit more of a safer angle. So we have to purchase a piece of property. And Mr. Gary and Michael Swesber are uh, nice enough to go ahead and sell us a little piece. It'll be 0.34 acres, and it'll cost $8,000 to purchase that. Uh, spoke with a few. Uh, Realtors in the area, this is fair market value because, of course, prices are just outrageous. But this is actually a pretty decent deal that they gave us. So we need to purchase this piece to get this project finished. So, yeah, I talked to the uh, the Schwarzbergs yesterday, and uh, they we reviewed the contract together. They were happy with everything, um, and then they executed it and, and sent it up to us. So uh, it shouldn't be any sort of result. So who does the general fund buy this? Yes, it does. and I did check with our outside auditor, and we're fine with that. I mean, the I ideal scenario is they would have just donated, but they mm -hmm. didn't want to. I forwarded you a report or some information TechStop was wanting, and I was wondering if this kind of fell into that where we had purchased right away or something. I don't know if you saw that. <coughs> yeah, typically. I, is this kind of what they're talking about, if we bought something that they weren't involved with or something on the bridge. I don't typically that's talking about like if we're um, having to go through the process of like taking an individual's property in order to put a road in and, and things. I'll double check on that, but I don't think purchase of land that we would own in order to build a road there uh, instead of. I had not seen that report or request for that report before. Have I think you that's seen the different. Seen, is that an annual thing where they come and have asked for that? Typically, we have zero. <coughs> Yeah. But I didn't know about this one yeah. or the one that we did on Knesset. I didn't know if I was going to get a few of those to see if those were yeah. the ones that we put on there. Okay. Look at one of Knesset. It's a little bit different. Right. Okay. But I didn't know if that was part of what the tech saw is asking for. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now that $8,000 comes out of the precinct four? General fund. General fund. Oh, okay. I just want to make sure that's clear. Okay. That way everybody can drive on it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I move we approve the purchase of real estate from Michael and Gary Swester for the bridge construction project on Bruno Road, Precinct 4. Is there a second? Second. Any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. Aye. All opposed? Motion carries unanimous. Okay. Agenda item 21 is to consider and take appropriate action on a resolution authorizing disposition of salvage and surplus property in accordance with local government code 263.152-158 
with said property to be offered for sale at online auction with buck-up options. I have a lot of items on here that we have had sitting around the shop for decades that are just taking up space. And so there's never a better time than now to clean out the old buildings and get rid of stuff. And so there's a bunch of old right. antique just <laughs> junk just to get rid of. So we're going to try to make some money for the county off of it. The only thing that I will have to change on here is the there's nine I-beams that were removed from the bridge on Anders Bottom, and that will not be put into auction. That will be sale. That will be put up for sale outright uh, instead of putting it in auction because the bridge company that I'm dealing with they gave me way better price than I will get in auction. The beams mm -hmm. that they bought in the past they gave me <coughs> almost three times what it would be worth at uh, scrapyard. So that's the only thing, whenever I make the motion, I'm gonna make it a little bit different than what it's stated here. But everything else is going in the auction. Do I use these saws to cut down trees? Mm -hmm. uh, Man, you <laughs> got it around. You got this, you need to be going to an antique fair. Look at those nail buckets. Look at all that stuff. Precinct 2 could buy them and then they could set up a booth. Mm -hmm. I'll get you a space. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So. You can set up in front of my yard. <laughs> this is yeah, that's amazing stuff you got. Oh, you're parking over there. Yeah. Little carts with metal wheels. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So, I move. We approve the resolution authorizing the disposition of salvage and surplus property in accordance with the local government code, with said property to be offered for sale at online auction with buck-up auctions, except for the nine I-beams to be offered for sale. Is there a second? Second. Is there any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. 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 All opposed? Motion carries unanimous. Agenda item 22, consider and take appropriate action in entering into a memorandum of understanding between the Blue Bonnet Trails Community Mental Health and Mental Retardation Center. Blue Bonnet Trails Community Services and Fayette County, Texas, for the purpose of outlining the partnership goals for primary care services of eligible indigent residents of Fayette County. This is All right, like a renewal of the contract that we have. That I was going to ask. Is it just a renewal? Okay. You know, is this is this covered just the mental health aspect of it, or now that they have a clinic established over there, I wonder if we're able to make use of that. I don't know. I would believe so. Yes, I know Nelvis has some issues with some of the bonnet um, employees over there, so I think they are. Some Here we go. It is. Yeah. Yes. Services to be performed. Yeah. Primary care services. Uh, yeah. Because they do have a clinic, right? No, they, they, they have established a clinic. Okay. I move we enter into a memorandum, memorandum of understanding between Blue Bonnet Trails Community Mental Health Mental Retardation Center, DBA Blue Bonnet Trails Community Service, for the purpose of outlining partnership goals of primary care services eligible for indigent residents of the base. Is there a second? Okay. Any further discussion? <laughs> All in favor? Aye. Aye. All opposed? Motion carries unanimous. <laughs>
Agenda item 23, consider take appropriate action concerning acknowledging and signing two letters from Techstock regarding a bridge replacement project, a rehabilitation project, and roadway closures on Rocky Creek Road at Rocky Creek and Precinct 2 and U.S. Highway 77 from 0 0.02 miles north of FM 155 to 150, right? Yes, sir. One, one, and point, half one, miles. one and a half miles. Okay, yeah. <laughs> 0.02 miles from north of FM 155 to one and a half miles south of FM 155. Both these projects are scheduled for December 2022 letting. Typically, construction starts two to three months after the date. Yeah. And I so move. Once it's approved, then we dog your sign. Is that right? Yes. Mm -hmm. yes, sir. yes sir. Is there a second? Second. Okay, Is there any uh, okay. any further discussion? No. All in favor? Uh, uh, all opposed? Motion. This is going this is going to be a I will say. Yeah. 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 That one's going to be closed. And country drive is going to get a lot of traffic. Yeah. For 5,000 days. Yeah. Okay. Whose precinct is in? Harvest. Right. Harvest. Yeah, we just need to. That's, uh, I think your comments are good. That's going to be kind of a mess on 77, but if we can get the word to the, out to the public that. <coughs> They're gonna be they're gonna be calling the sheriff's department for speeders every day. And I I mean they're they're all gonna be going through there. They're just you know, I just I push something out. I mean, there, there's all there's speed limits there, but I mean there's gonna be a lot of traffic to go for a little while. What are you doing? Replacing <laughs> some culvert, like yeah. box culvert that's in there. Yeah. Okay. I said you put up like a detour and run them through horse stand bro. To take some of the burden off the fish shop. Yeah. Most of them move the signs out of the way and drive around. <laughs> Don't they? I mean, a lot of people. Okay, so well, we just need to make sure the, uh, the public knows that that's what's going on. We can work with yeah. TechStot on yeah. you know, getting some sort of thing yeah. for posting. Yeah. Like they put out for um, the antique so chair. Right you know, they can yeah. put a message board down. Yeah, they put a message board. Yeah. yeah. Agenda item 24, acknowledge two general and no litigation certificates of Fayette County for the benefit of the Attorney General State of Texas regarding our Capital Area Housing Finance Corporation. One, multifamily housing revenue bonds in Blanco Basin, Hayes County, and two, multifamily housing revenue bonds, Farm Street Village and Bastrop County, and authorizing a county judge to sign all necessary paperwork. I move we acknowledge the two general litigation certificates for Baker. Is there a second? An authorized judge sign. An authorized judge sign. Is there a second? Second. Is there any further discussion? <coughs> all in favor? Aye. Aye. All opposed? Motion carries unanimously. Okay. Agenda item 25. 
instead of knowledge, our new service drop plans the Colorado Valley Telephone Co-op install new barrier fiber optic cables and copper cables in the quarters following roads. Pilchick Loop in Precinct oh, 1. I don't know. Okay. I'm moving on to drop for Colorado on Pilchick Loop. Is there a second? Second. Is there any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. Aye. All opposed? The motion carries and ends. Agenda item 26 is accept and approve the written plan of the industry telephone company to install a new buried communications line up and along the right-of-way of Menarchic Road in Precinct 2, with industry telephone company being required to be responsible for repairs and are being required to make repairs of direct or collateral damage, if any, caused by the industry telephone company and or its contractors to the preceding road and to other utilities utilizing the public right-of-ways. I so move. Second. Is there any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. Aye. All opposed? <coughs> Motion carries unanimous. Okay, agenda item 27 is authorized Brenda Feetsum, our county clerk, to attend the county and district clerks region <coughs> 7 winter meeting 2022, no, I mean 20 year 2022, November 15, 17, in Galveston, Texas. I move that I go. Clerk. Any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. Aye. All opposed? <coughs> Motion carries unanimously. Okay. Agenda item 28, consider and take appropriate action accepting all bids and or awarding bids for cover rock. Okay, here we go. Okay, the three eighth inch cover rock, we have one, two, three, four, five, six of them uh, bidded. Um, Midtex has a subject to fuel surcharge. All they have is the deliberate price. Prohoda did not turn in a bid. And um, rail materials, it's just uh, delivered. And then Texas Aggregates was only at the plant. The rest of them was kind of both. And the rail materials, I guarantee that's a, that's a, that's a pickup price. Well, they did the same thing last year, I think. They put it for delivery. Yeah. What do you mean by that? That's the price it costs right now to just pick it up. That's not delivered now. Oh. Even though that's how they feel about their form. If it is, you better get on it with this hmm. of a deal. <laughs> and that was just on that lap road, not on. It has plant is located at and left that blank too. So they did not do a very good job of filling up there. The address I got from her is that black road from the place, so I don't know if it's covering more than that location or not. Why is the Texas aggregates? Is that just did they not? You said you had not applicable, so they didn't bid, or they only bid it just the um, at the plant. At the plant at the, okay, up. all right. So you got all the other. Okay, I got you. Delivery. <coughs> No, I get it from um, where I got it. I've been getting the last I got from Armadillo. Oh, that's, that's where they are. Okay. Okay. 
which is cheaper. This motion will cover the five eighths as well. Okay. Right. Yes. And so your five eighths, if you look, you've got only four of them there. Again, Prehova did not bid. And again, Midtex has a fuel surcharge on that one. Yeah, Prehova, he doesn't, he doesn't do cover. No, he only bid at one okay. item, and that was okay. Gravel. Yeah. Yeah. Gravel. The only concern I have with Midtex is their comment was subject to fuel surcharge. As of 10-3, the full fuel surcharge was at 4.577, and on their other sheet they had 4.557. Is that going to change as the price of fuel goes up? They did not make that comment on their thing. They just noted that that's. I don't know how many of y'all use mid text to deliver. I do. Okay. It's not native rock that they bid. It's it's limestone. Mm -hmm. it's, mm -hmm. Well, you get some from. I mean, some bad. That's what <coughs> that's what he's. Yeah, like the five eighths is like a grade four. Mm -hmm. <coughs> Problem is, when we buy it from, they didn't bid on it. Cement didn't bid, and that's why I buy all my from. Limestone or cover rock? Cover rock. I call. I talk to some guys. <coughs> Because I thought they were on the bid list for, see, they weren't on the bid list for just screen or cover lot. So I'm wondering if they're on the bid list just for limestone. It was, but I talked to them and um, Deborah was going to send it to them, but maybe didn't get to them. That's where I bought mine from. And of course, the one that didn't bid this year was the one that we had the issues with last year, and that was Allenton. Yeah. You know, they had their issue with the plant, and then they never rebid it after that. Because yeah. they wasn't producing any material in the other cover rock. And that's where we get it. It's kind of expensive. <clears throat> the cost of building roads has just gone up tremendously. Yes, sir. Move. We accept all bids and award all bids. Mm -hmm. 
And the reason I say that is because there's a lot of times you'll go to these places and they don't have anything. That's right. Yeah. And I mean, we all try to get the cheapest we can for the closest proximity, mm -hmm. but sometimes it doesn't work out. Is there a second? Second. Any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. All opposed? The motion carries unanimously. Agenda item 29, consider to take appropriate action accepting all bids and or awarding bids for road gravel. Okay, for road gravel, we just had four. That was, uh, and Prehova did bid this. Um, point track did not tell me whether it was for a yard or for a ton. It's a ton. It is a ton? Okay. And then, if one of y'all would like to explain the difference, because I did have the phone call on it, and maybe we just need to change this up, but we weren't too sure what the difference is at pit, stockpiled, or loaded. I did get a call on that. At the pit and stockpiled, you have to load yourself. Is at the pit that's probably not screened at all. Stockpile is probably screened a little bit. <clears throat> I mean, if you go to a place that's going to if you go into a place that, that's under MSHA regulations, they're not going to let you bring a loader there. Really. Oh, we have, I mean, I don't know how many places here. No. Is no. that something you just take off and bring? Yeah. I don't know. Where, where's the candy part? Where's that? Where's that? I don't know. Yeah, what, which where's one? The, the top one. Candy Partners? Where's that at? Spicewood? That's where their address is. Where? Spicewood. <laughs> he did not put a location as to where the pit is. And most of these came in Tuesday's mail. But we only had two prior to Tuesday morning. Um, and I do not know where the Canyon Partners is at. I don't know if that was a place out towards Plum in that area. If it's the same one, that's Betty Bauer's son, that would be Bauer Road. Somewhere over there. But I don't know if that's, I mean, that's, there, there, there's no description. No. Could be. I don't know stuff, so. Corby, do you hold some on a parole? Yeah. If I can't get any closer. There's a far to go, but I do. Yeah, I use them. I mean, he lives in Fayette County. And yeah. yeah. I do some business with him. It's good gravel. Yeah. So. <coughs> yeah, so I mean, I, I plan on using some of them again. I move we accept all bids and award bids for gravel to Point Track Incorporated for Hoda Gravel. Do you use Texas Aggregates or not? Yes. In Texas aggregates. Is there a second? Second. Any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. Aye. All opposed? The motion carries unanimously. Agenda item 30. Consider take appropriate action accepting all bids and or awarding bids for one and a half screen gravel. And there we had five of them. Uh, and point track, is that tongue there too? Yes. Okay. Thank you. 
and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Duran Gravel was that lock, lock part? Yes. Sir. I took it to be that since <coughs> I thought was the address on the thing. Yeah, Phil so to us. And I was going to call him. But I mean, he did it, so he did it. On, so. We used to buy a lot from him, but then he had got to a point where he was so busy he wouldn't even, he didn't, he didn't sell us any. They, were, they had some big, giant subdivisions going in close to him. And he said they could move it all day long, just load those trucks out, so he kind of cut us off for a while. And of course, it's a dollar fifty, I think, higher than last year. When was seven? I don't know if we never bought any because he didn't sell We'd buy, pick up a few if we have some, but <clears throat> anyway, I'll turn on using some. And we accept all bids and award and, and award all bids for inch and a half screen gravel. Is there a second? Second. Is there any further discussion? Do you commissioners really enjoy talking about rocks and gravel and dirt? <laughs> all in favor? Aye. Aye. All opposed? Motion carries unanimously. You know what dirt is? That's what you sweep out of your house. All right, agenda item 31 is to consider take appropriate action in approving our 2022 2022 budget amendments. Yes. Um, on item number 31 and 32, I will defer. Okay. I am not ready. I'm still working on some. Okay. And those were, I noticed 32 is 2021. Is that correct? Budget amendments? Was that or what it was that supposed to be? Thirty-two is budget amendments that after the final audit that okay. Trillership has done, I have All to right. do for him. Okay. And twenty-two was I was looking at the quarter and starting to try to do some for twenty-two budget amendments, but I have yet I'm still working okay. on some. Well, then I would I move that we would defer item thirty-one agenda item thirty-one agenda item thirty-two. Second. Any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. 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 All opposed? Motion carries unanimously. Go agenda item 33. Consider take appropriate action in concerning approving the payment of currently due fake county bills and expenses. Okay, some of our unusual ones. We paid you one for a locker for the courthouse, $1,370.87. We had paid to Burns Architect for the evaluation of the Justice Center building, 20000 We had Wysum Engineering, and I'm assuming this is just the beginning of the closure for the West Point sewage. It was 5000 Jason, do you know anything about it? I would think so. Because I, mm. I thought, don't tell me it was going to cost more. He's that maker for the design of the last few systems. Okay. Autopsies are going up. Just for the three of them that we paid for this month was $10,305. What was that? Autopsies. Autopsies. For the oh, Travis no. County yeah, I saw that. Family. I saw that. 
And I guess we got that out to the JPs and Sheriff Department, everybody. But yeah, that was a significant increase in autopsies. January 1st, they will be going up to $3,778. And I know at one point we looked to try to find someone else, but it wasn't. Somewhere down in Water County or Water Jordan or somewhere down there. I think we've even lived in Houston area, and it's just there's no one to really find. But each year, and I think that's gone up twice this past year on autopsies, but they're getting higher and higher. And of course, I know I think we're beginning to have a lot more when you have accidents. And well, it's against the funeral homes uh, that are on the wheel here. So, so who charging their rates? Who orders the autopsy? Is that the, the JP? So if the JP doesn't order one, but somebody from the family requests one, do are they responsible for paying for it? No, we still are. Mm -hmm. Oh, we are because no, 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 the family usually, if they get with the JP and request it, then the JP is going to honor. You know, if there's any kind of suspicion or if they want to do it off of the natural, you know, they feel like it's not or something like that. Now we have in the past, if it's something that's been kind of at the hospital and the autopsies have been ordered and it's came from Lee County, we have pretty much tried to, and especially I know Kyle has worked with them on it, saying, hey, it came from your county, you need to take care of that bill. But we kind of watch it pretty closely. Okay, so American Rescue Plan, we had several items in there that we had paid out for. The significant one was remodeling the Muldoon Courthouse, the start on that. That was $21,325. Defense for the antenna tower is $4,611.29. That's only half, correct? Yes, yes, that was half down. Yes. The radio equipment building, that was $8,000. And then we've had some more things for and moving the radio building, which was for raised crane service. That was $3,210. And then we've had some more expenses for the CAD system. So a total of $49,919.58 out of our American Rescue Plan. And then the last thing we had um, out of our attorney seizure fund, we've repaid a full refund to Darren Ross Hall of $6,725. And then um, out of the share forfeiture fund to Sealsby's Ford, $9,032.13 for consoles for portion. And then part of that did come out of their equipment repairs, um, equipment furniture line item too, because they did guide the lights and all that for the new vehicles that are supposed to be coming in. Oh, and then last one, but not least was Luke's truck to Hazelwood for $40,178.05. And we have paid that on the 20th. Purchase one? Thank you, purchase one? Yeah, good. Okay. Okay. Well, my, my bills for Kentucky uh, propane, it says diesel, propane, etc., precinct four, and recycling. Is that split up or is it just listed like that because we all got it from there and they split it up somewhere? How sometimes it's labeled on the line item. That's the very first one there. Page 18. No. 
Well, they showed us that for two weeks. Y'all didn't even put the lights on. There was probably both. Okay. They got a bill for both of it. Okay. Because uh, text propane just does a full statement and then they put it out. So there would have been some in there for recycling. Some. Okay. And I could probably tell you how much was recycling if you were to look at their. <coughs> Line item here. Yeah, election su uh, supplies. What did, what did they purchase? That was fifteen thousand. See, on the recycling, I didn't see anything from Tech Program. That's what I was asking. Okay, let me look at that then. Uh, on elections, on um, you're talking about the. Well, I'm just looking at the uh, account summary, and it says election supplies fifteen thousand one hundred fifty-four fifty-one. They had uh, their duty, deputy register cards, they have their sign tags, they have their door signs, ballot layout. Okay. Uh, you had your audio election, everything getting ready for the November election. And it all comes out of their um, election supplies. And so that does media burn, whatever they have to get ballot wise ready for that election. And that, that burns when they look at the sheriff's department? That thing was twenty thousand mm -hmm. dollars. Right. And did we get anything on that other than just what? him telling us that we get any more suggestions from them as to what we want to do, or did they? No, we're going to talk a little bit about that election item. But no, he gave us in a uh, estimation of an expansion. He didn't. He, he but he also looked at uh, I think the electronic uh, door lock. System and stuff, but so no. But that's money we had budgeted for to get him to come take a look at that. I move to make current two expenses. Is there a second? Second. Is there any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. All, right. All opposed? The motion carries unanimously. I move we take a 10 minute break. Recess. 10 minute break. <laughs> Any further discussion? All in favor? All, right. uh, all opposed? Ten minute break, and then we'll come back and get the agenda 34. Okay, do I have a motion to reconvene? I move we reconvene. Is there a second? Second. All in favor? Aye. Uh, all opposed? No, motion carries unanimously. We move to agenda item 34. Discussion concerning expansion of the Dan R. Beck Justice Center and take any action the court deems necessary. I want to welcome our distinguished judge, district judge, Judge Steinhauser. Thanks for coming. We got our sheriff, our chief here. We got members of the courthouse security committee, our county attorney. And just let me kind of preface things by this is more discussion on the way ahead with respect to the Justice Center. And Judge Steinhauser is here, and I know he wants to provide some comments and and I think seek a vision, a plan, a way ahead, and uh, that's kind of what this is all about. And to preface this, we did have Burns come in, take a look at our facility. Uh, you know, and I go back to say, when I got here, we had the jail people from Austin come in, inspect it. They said, you look good. You're probably good till 2035. Things are okay. We said, thank you. These are some of the things you might want to look at. 
We took those, finally got Burns in here to take a look at it. He pretty much looked at what we needed to do to make some expansion in the back, primarily to get us some female jail space and some other things. He only otherwise, I think other, other than that, he looked at the electronic locking system, came up with to do some of this stuff is about $4.6 million. We talked about that a little bit last commissioner's meeting, how much do we want to invest in a jail that'll last us till 2035, or do we want to look at other options? Uh, and I think there's four of them, in my opinion. We can talk about those later. But so this is kind of where we are on this. Um, so I just would like to continue that discussion uh, in the way ahead. After this, we will go into an executive session because. This is tied in, and the judges brought this up. How much money, and what do we want to put into this courthouse if we are, and there is a need to move uh, into to build a new justice center? And that, that's a very valid question and point. Uh, so we need to look at that. Uh, I I don't you know we just had our inspectors in here what two weeks ago called me up and said man everything looks great. Your guys, your jail is going great. It's old, but it's it's functional, and things are going. But we are growing. Things are. Uh, we have money budgeted even for if we have to move prisoners to other jails. While we, if we overflow our forty, what six or seven bed facility. So, and I know they got a great facility <laughs> over there in Austin County. So. What I'd like to do is just get some of the discussion and feedback and allow Judge Steinhauser to please, you know, provide your comments, Judge. And I have a sheet here that I think that you handed out. So, and anybody else as well. So, All right. Um, Thanks, Judge. I don't envy your, your job. You know, so my job is tough, but I'd rather have my job than y'all's job when you uh, get faced with things like this. And so, um, you know, I, I've visited with some of y'all before uh, about you know, the, the going forward for the, the district courtroom, I love this courthouse, it's beautiful, but it's just really not functional anymore. I, and I've expressed to y'all in the past, I think the most recent times when y'all were doing expansion or adding bathrooms over here at Founders Park, I said, I've got three bathrooms for jury trials for the jurors, the, the plaintiffs, defendants, or state and, and defendants, and, and all the parties, all the courthouse have it, it's just really not functional. There's no technology in it. So, you know, it, and I'm not going to go into all the details. It just needs to be part of y'all's consideration of whatever y'all think about doing. And I said, at a minimum, I think we need to do a some sort of annex to the jail if you stay there and, and put money into that. I think we need a, a, a modernized, uh, large courtroom for jury trials. We could hold uh, a criminal court there, so then we no longer transport um, uh, inmates to the courthouse and have to deal with those issues. So I think that's part of your potential consideration. I mean, I, I'm not here to say I think you should do X, Y, or Z, but I just want to be certain that this is part of your discussion. And, and I think in the past, one or two of you have said, well, and I, and I wish I had been here uh, when Mr. Burns came and presented to y'all, but I, I just missed that meeting, and, and so I wish I would have heard that. I know y'all got some preliminary numbers on different things and, and ideas on things, but the reality is, um, uh, and, and Bethany pulled some numbers for me, and Ms. Shupak can uh, uh, confirm those, 
the number of indictments, and this is just talking about criminal cases only, uh, and that's felony cases. We're not even talking about misdemeanor cases uh, and everything. But in 2017, they indicted 199 cases. 2018, 214 cases. 2019, 179. 2020, it went down to 157. That's probably COVID-related where things weren't um, uh, being handled as much. 2021, 223. To this point in 2022, we're at 347. And we have three more uh, sessions of the um, um, uh, grand jury to meet. And the Shukar County, do you know how many are going to be on the October 1? Probably 40. Roughly 40. And it's been trending about 40 on each uh, session going forward. So that's just felony criminal cases only. Not talking about misdemeanors, not talking about civil cases, and all those other things. So I don't know what the future holds, but do any of us think it's going to get better? I think the reality it's not. You know, uh, so, I, I, so again, as part of your consideration, we've got to consider doing something for a more modern, expanded district courtroom that can use your county court, obviously, as well, to hold misdemeanor court there. Again, whether that's part of an annex there or part of some big new justice center, that if you ultimately decided to do that, um, because I am concerned. I mean, and I'm a taxpayer. I don't want to stand here and say, please raise my taxes. I'm building a new house, as some of y'all are aware, and so here I am, new house, and that's going to be more tax on me. Well, here I'm talking about possibly raising my own taxes. But if we don't do something, I think ultimately might cost more in the long run. So that's just kind of where I'm at, talking from district court perspective. I don't want this to be left for my successor to then have to still be in that same courtroom figuring out how to try jury trials uh, when it really just does not work anymore for modern trials. And so uh, I think it's just something that needs to be examined and, you know, a two-year plan, three-year plan, what are we doing, what would come into here if we vacated or whatever. You know, like I hear the probation, uh, adult probation building's got its own host of, of problems. So are they going to stay there? You know, I think we just need to examine all of those facilities, overall plan, long range, who stays where, what goes where, what are we going to do based on you know, our population trends, uh, indicted case trends, things of that nature. So, Ms. Shupark, I don't know if you have anything to add on that. That's basically all I wanted to say. Now, if y'all got questions for me, I'll be glad to try to answer any questions you can. Well, in part, this was due, uh, we had a security uh, meeting, I, I wanted to mention that, as Judge Weber did, just last week, I think, and Craig brought us a lot of good information about security upgrades and things. A big part of our decision-making process was, well, we don't want to spend too much money doing various things here that may not ultimately stay that way. So we deferred a lot of uh, things that we maybe should be doing, but trying to be cognizant of taxpayer money of not trying to spend too much at this point, which then may not benefit us whatever decision y'all make for facilities going forward. So. Just wanted to make y'all aware of that. So, you know, it, it does affect decisions that need to be done for security here and uh, at the JP's offices and all those other uh, places as well, you know, uh, uh, county clerk's office, you know, things of that nature. So, anyway, Ms. Shupak, anything to add or questions for me or Ms. Shupak? I, I would just say that 
We, we are seeing significantly more, unfortunately, violent crime here, which is causing us to try more cases. Uh, we, we currently have three murder cases, three defendants in jail for murder. Those cases always go to trial, and so those will be set probably within the next year. Uh, and, and therefore, we've got a lot of sexual assaults that, uh, unfortunately, we're also dealing with at this point in time. Those usually have to end up going to trial. And you're, you're right, I mean, trying the cases downstairs is, is pretty difficult. The, the security is sometimes a nightmare, especially in some of these volatile cases. Uh, it, it's just very, the, the logistics of trying cases are very, very difficult. It was, it was better to try the case in the KC Hall than it is it, was. it really was. It works better there. Uh, as, as much, but you want to try cases in a courtroom. I mean, and, and, you know, yeah. I know Judge Beck used to always say, you know, the courthouse is a courthouse. It's called a courthouse because you hold court there. And uh, that, that's important to all of us. This courthouse is important to all of us as part of this uh, town and community. But with the trends that we see, the cases that we're filing, uh, the more significant cases, uh, we're, we're going to have to get there at some point in time. It's just, when are we gonna do that? Are we gonna plan now? Uh, are we gonna wait and, and put money in an old building? Uh, when we know what the future's gonna hold for us. And uh, I think that's kind of why we're, we're all here. Yeah, I, uh, just, if I could ask a question, I don't, and I know, I'm not familiar with trials and what goes on district court. But when you say modernize, that probably means, I mean, to be able to get online and video and digital, is that kind of stuff that has to be done in a modern courtroom for trials and stuff now? I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's when, it, it really needs to be. For instance, our court reporter, you know, in the old days, exhibit one was paper, exhibit two was paper and all that. And we still use paper somewhat. But when the cases go up on appeal now, they you can't send paper anymore. You have to digitize it and send it all up. So we're requiring the attorneys, when we have cases, we may use paper for the jury to actually physically touch. Of course, a lot of it's up on the screens. But when it goes up, no paper goes anymore. So it's all going that way uh, as much as we don't want it to. I like paper. I, I You know, that's just because I'm old school. But they're, they're forcing us into these things. We don't have a lot of choice on those things. Uh, uh, so I think the answer to that is yes. I think, uh, I mean, I'll, I want the commissioners to comment. We've got the sheriff here. You're ultimately, that's your facility. You got it and let you comment. But I, I, I think we have four options. You know, when it comes simple, I don't have a big plan to lay out, but we have four options. We keep things just like they are now. We Burns comes in here and gives us a spread and says, oh, for around four mil, we can go in there and expand your jail because that's one of the issues right now. We don't have enough room for some of our female. I think the third option is we expand the jail and tie in an annex over there. Look at that. Get Burns in here say, can we put some type of an annex up that meets the needs of, of Judge Steinhauser? And the fourth option is, no, we're going to build a new justice center. And we're going to build it right. We're going to incorporate the district court over there, the district court offices over there. I mean, those other things that have the right kind of security that that justice centers have now, modern securities. And we'll get in here and we'll see what that's going to cost. It will be in the multi-millions, but, you know, we'll pay me now or pay me later. Uh, so I think those are kind of our four options. Uh, 
I just don't think it's, I agree, I, I, I think the tendency, at least for me, is to kind of, well, do we want to kick the can down the road? And I think the point's been made here, we can't do that. We, we have to be decisive here pretty soon about what we're going to do with a plan or a, some kind of action we're going to take. I don't know. I, commissioners? I, I don't think there's room where they're currently at. I mean, if you talk about holding trials there, you're talking about parking, that's going to take up a lot of room, and I just don't think there's enough room left over there. Well, and, I mean, because we, no, we sent out some of this, we're, we want about 100 people there generally, so, yeah, I mean, we need adequate parking, that's a good point, too. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think patching on what we've got is throwing good money after bad. If that $4 million, we'd throw that out the window if we added on to what we have. Um, we had a court in Austin County for CJ, the deputy that was shot. They have a wonderful facility there. I think it's going to cost a near fortune to build it, but I think that's what Fayette County really needs. It's easier to do the security on it. They've got security areas that you've got to go through metal detectors to get to. If they come into the tax office portion of that building, they don't have to go through that. Only into the court systems do you have to do it. They have the JP courts there, they have the county courts, the district courts there. Uh, the only thing I would recommend, if different from them, is if we built a new jail in that facility, to put a tunnel from the jail to the courtroom where we can take the inmates in case you do have a high profile case. You don't have to worry about somebody shooting the inmate or whatever, or them escaping. They're secured all the way along if, the way. If, if we went that new route, just my personal opinion, I don't think that's the location where you are now, where we want to be. We got the county there, there, we got the check center, we got all. I mean, it was great, but I think if we could go out and, you know, at 7177, find some place where we could really, but, uh, so I don't know, that's, uh, so I, I mean, the, what I'm getting kind of from is that it's, it's about time to start thinking big here. I, I'm curious, what would you do with the, the, the offices and the courtroom that you, you know, if you're going to move out of there? Well, there's, there are, we, we do, there is a plan. We have, we may not publicize it, but we're moving people in here. We moved some of the, I guess if we decide to build a new one, I assume district of court offices would move out there. I think it would make the most sense. I mean, I, but, yeah. I don't want to give up that office. I get to look out on these beautiful uh, oak trees and all well, that. We but we keep If it went <laughs> we can plant one there and in a hundred years somebody well, can get But no, I think the reality was if that would happen, you know, you know, not an annex on the jail there, then yes, it would have we would we, need to move. We will fill it with something. This is a historic building. We, we've signed on to keep it a historic building. We're going to have to put money into it to keep it up. I mean, we don't have a choice uh, unless it turns into something like the old jail <coughs> building over there. We make a museum out of it. We're not going to do that here. We're, we're going to have some offices in here. I mean, Austin County is still basically doing their administrative things yeah. out of the old courthouse. You know, right. more of the court-related things all went to the right. Justice Center, but like the county judge remains there. Uh, there are auditors in there, uh, EMS, uh, juvenile probation. I, they kept a number of things in there to still use I would, I, I could see the county judge wanting to use this courthouse. I don't think it's as detailed and as complicated as what you do have to, have to do at the district level. But, you know, juvenile probates even or some other issues would be perfect, I think. So, I mean, that, 
But I do think from what I'm hearing out there, it's time to think about bigger and better you things. You can move the IP one into yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. I like the commission. But that's, I think that's part of the consideration. Who would go where if right. you did this? And, you know, shed the county maybe of the adult probation building if they, there, there's some things you can I do. I think we, yeah. Got them fixed up a little bit. I mean, I, 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 I met with Judge Steinhauser one day, walked upstairs, and I kind of just briefly said, you know, I don't know what goes on the jail. I mean, I, I, I know we're at capacity. Do we, is it time? I don't know. I think that's something that needs to come from the sheriff and the jail administrator say, hey, this is what we need to do. Uh, and, and to the county attorney, hey, why aren't these people going into jail? I mean, we don't see any of that from up here. I mean, that's why we came. The the other side of it is, if we do this, just a, I was in my mind here. I was doing a little timeline. You're looking at five years, because first of all, you got to acquire property. First of all, you got to come up with a plan. Then you got to acquire property. Then you got to design. It's going to take two years to build it, roughly. So anything we do is five years out. Um, which I think is another reason you're here. Which I mean, I'm, I'm glad we're looking five years is, is going to be 20. I, I, I applaud you for coming up yeah. with this idea to have a vision. I mean, that's we do need a vision. Uh, but well, I, I think our vision is simple. We need a new justice center. <laughs> but it, that's the vision. We need a new justice center. But when? Well, when? And, and, and at what cost? Yeah. I mean, we're we're going to have to estimate a cost for the jail, but it's just not the jail. We're going to have increased capacity. We're going to have more employees. We're going to have more mouths to feed. I mean, we're going to have all these other, more medical expenses, all this other stuff that's going to take into part. So that's all got to be figured in. So it's going to take a group of people to sit down and figure out what we need. I mean, and many meetings to, to even start to say, hey, let's start the process. Well, that's something that contractor support's going to have to help us with, too. Burns, they, there, there's companies out there that design and build these things. I don't know. I'm not really sure what our requirement is, uh, but we're going to need some out external help and outside help to get some advice on that, you know. And so, I, 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 what I'm trying to say is, it's not anything we're going to be able to internally solve. We're going to have to bring some professionals that do build these things to help us out. Another question is, if it's going to take four or five years to build. Can we, what we have out there now, without sticking $4 million in it, is it going to last for four years, possibly? Hey, stick $4 million in there, and then four years later, you need that $4 million for your $20 million facility. I agree. That's the point they're making. So, yeah. It's just, I think we can get by for four or five years, not much more than that. I think we can. We've been getting by for the last seven or eight. <laughs> <laughs> you've, uh, you've, you've budgeted money if, you know, over the cycle if you've got us put prisoners somewhere else we'll do that temporarily but no I so what I'm hearing is we need to bring somebody in here and I don't think you need to bring somebody in yet I think you need to get a group of people to sit down and say what do we need to tell these people what we need because a consultant doesn't know what you need. I think the people that are elected in Fayette County, people that are working here, know yeah. more what we need than them. So and then get not you a consultant to come. I agree. I'm talking plan. about how to get there on a plan. To say that we're going to lay out the plan to do that by ourselves, I think there's too much we don't know. We know what we think we need. We know what we think we need. Might not be what we need. Let's get all. Let's get people in here that have built these things before. And, and, well, you know, but to do that, though, correct me if I'm wrong, we're going to have to go out for proposals 
Yeah. So it's great. It's great. Yeah. So before we do that, we're going to have to kind of come up with an idea of what yeah. we're going to tell them we want so they can give us a proposal. Well, we know what we want, don't we? Do you? Well, we I don't know. know. We didn't want the jail out there. We're going to have. I don't know anything about the jail. That's why well, I just look at look at the populations of counties. Okay. Yeah, what what what? What's the subdivisions coming in? We're going to have more people. We got plan for that. A population of a county like ours, twenty-five thousand. I don't know. I thought the county grew a lot quicker than it did over the last four years. According to census data, we have less people. No, not sure. I believe that. But so, figuring five or six years, what our population is going to be. Look at other counties that have our population. Look at the newer ones who built justice centers. What is their capacity? It's going to be more than forty-eight beds, ninety-six beds. Those are the kind of things that I'm not sure we, we can help with, but I'm not sure we have all the answers to. So that's what I'm saying. We're gonna, but I think we could put, what I'm saying is if we put a group of people together to study this, we need to bring some outside folks in to help us a little too, I think. But I think Jason's saying maybe locally we would meet first and like right, right. me say, okay, for district court, I think I need this. Sheriff thinks right. he needs that. Uh, the Pop needs this. Uh, right. District clerk, whatever, you know, and kind of have what we think we might need and then, then bring that expert type person in to say, here's what we think we need. Uh, you know, tell us, you know, from there. So I think kind of preliminarily we need a committee of those sorts of folks to say what we think we ought to do or what we want to do. I mean, and in, in that committee, maybe try to figure out what's going to happen with the old jail, or the current jail, I should say. Records you can't have something, you know, you can use yeah. it to store records because it's climate control. I mean, that's about all you want to use it for. Okay, well, why don't we, let's, I think the agreement in here is, is we need to move forward a new justice center and let's start by forming a committee to find out what our requirements and needs are. The only question I have is, uh, this is going to have to happen sooner or later, but how do you pay for, say you need 15 to 20 million, I mean, how does the county go about saying I need this much money? And that's how we have but is that not subject to the three and a half percent? Because your debt is usually removed from that. Believe. Yeah, well, I guess. Yeah. They have. We, I think it's. I think the debt that. is removed from that. General bonds and seal. So. How big of a bond does? does I'm sorry. Does a bond have to be? Not all bonds have to be voted on. At what point does a bond have to be voted on? Well, I know the Austin County one went before the voters. I, 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 I think it was over a certain amount. Something this big would have to be. Yeah, because and then that's going to throw even more time into it because. <coughs> Well, first of all, it's got to be sold. It's got to be sold to the public. I mean, if you just throw in an election, they ain't gonna win. You're gonna have to sell the public. There are ways to do that. That are effectively not sure what was his estimate on a 96-bed facility. It was well. It was forty million or forty-five million. It was like nine hundred dollars a square foot. So between 30 and 40, 
asking if we could get something from Austin County since we've all, we, a bunch of us have seen that and like that facility for the committee to kind of look at. Get what on Austin County? The Austin County facility, not the map of it or Oh, the, the blueprints? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I, I had a small one, but I think Judge Lee still has uh, a, a big set of blue ones. I could probably get the actual Isn't ones. Is that a starting point yeah. for committee to maybe look at it. That's a good idea. You figure out who you want to put in the new building, then you know who's got left in the big courthouse. I mean, the other thing is there's a lot of new jails that have built. I mean, uh, of course, some of them be a little larger. I know B County just built a new one two years ago. Uh, I mean, I, I think it'd be interesting to go. Can't go to all of them. It'd be nice. But, but learn yeah. from their mistakes. Yeah, because I guarantee you, I mean, I, I, I know you said Austin County had they have some stuff they don't like 100 percent. Well, I, I was I was going to say that having went through that there, I'm like and Bethany to that. Oh, we wouldn't have done this this way. It's like anything you build later, you go oh, should have thought about this or that. So we've got if you would go with Mr. Barnes on, I'm saying you have to. Um, uh, now, one thing they did do there that I didn't like, they did not have a project manager. They basically had Mr. Burns serve in that capacity. Don't do that. Yeah. You need to have a separate person doing that. But anyway, there are things that were going, okay, we wouldn't need this, or we could probably eliminate that. Uh, for instance, I mean, they moved JP1 into that Justice Center. I don't know why. So I said, why don't you leave JP1 in the old district courtroom in the courthouse? I mean, it's a, it's a big courtroom. They could easily move in there. So, I mean, I think there's some things we could shrink out of that plan, obviously, that we wouldn't need here, uh, potentially, and, you know, maybe have some savings that way. So, I mean, I, we'll, I'll get a copy of those plans and uh, try to get those for you. And I have reached out to uh, the county auditor in Austin County to get how much it was for square footage and what all is there. I just have not heard back from them there at the office this week. Because when they ran that bond, some of it was allocated specifically for jail. It was basically two different projects under one uh, bond package. And then the Justice Center was separate, and then I think some EMS buildings too. Uh, so it, I don't remember what the total number was, but the numbers won't quite match up. But it's, it's, it's information that you know can be helpful for this committee going forward. Do I have any volunteers among the uh, commissioners to chair this committee? That's <laughs> <laughs> all that look over there. Is that, is that a motion? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. It's in your precinct. Yep. That's where we put it. Volunteer. Or is that something that we need yeah. to cogitate about a while to determine the going to chair it. Yeah. Everybody would be by default. That's fine. So. Yeah. Okay. But I, I think, I mean, we're getting towards the end of the year right now. I think, and there's going to be a lot of stuff going on. I think right after the first year, I think is a good time to start on this. Unless anybody thinks any differently. I mean, so are you saying it's going to make any difference? So. Are you saying that gives us two months to find somebody to chair the committee? <laughs> <laughs> but it won't be you. I'll tell you what. Let's uh, let's let's just. I think uh, if I think we can have a motion to accept uh, all comments and updates on this, and with respect to the way ahead of the Justice Center, and what I take from this is that uh, we will by the first of the year 
have selected a committee, someone to chair and form a committee to study uh, getting a new justice in Bay County. Is that sound reasonable? I think it's important to find to get a good idea of the location you want to. I mean, you want part it, of the committee. Yeah, I mean the committee. That's the first thing is trying, and then look if there's any available property out in those areas. But I mean, it's going to have to be where, where if the town is not going to be cut off by a flood again like we had, where they can <coughs> get in and out. I mean, you know, things like that do happen. So uh, we it's have them on this side of town, and we can't even get to them because of the river. I mean, you know, it's enough to be laid out and see what's available out there. Okay, do I have a motion then? I thought you just did that. What? I thought you just did the motion. You just did. So I have a second. Second. Is there any further discussion other than I want to thank uh, the Security Committee for being here, Judge Steinhauser, County Attorney, all of us. I think we brought this to a public forum, and I think that's where it needs to be to make sure people understand that this is a requirement that we feel we need. This is the way we need it. Okay, all in favor? Aye. Aye. All opposed? The motion carries unanimously. Uh, the next agenda item is, I think, is it to our close session? Okay, uh, I'd like to entertain a motion here to adjourn and reconvene in closed session. And this is to deliberate a matter that includes the implementation of security procedures and protocols with final action to be taken in open session. And what I'd like is, we'll have a little more in this uh, executive uh, closed session because I would like the security, if maybe one of y'all, Sheriff or Chief, could stay on the security for y'all, but the security members to stay as well as our auditor, okay? And our uh, Blake, if you'd stay too. And then our county attorney and judge. And Okay, all right. As a result of action uh, taken in the uh, closed session, executive session, uh, I think we have a motion. I move we approve the courthouse security committee's proposal. Uh, to spend approximately $65,000 in security measures to help a vast majority of all county buildings not limited to the courthouse. Okay. Is there a second? Second. Is there any further discussion? I would only add that this is money that has been in this year's budget, and it's less than what was budgeted for by, I think, 30000 or so. So... Uh, and this is a, a pretty solid estimate, so it's going to be pretty close to that amount of money that we have budgeted for. All in favor? Aye. Aye. All opposed? The motion carries unanimously. Okay, thank you. Move we adjourn. Is there a second? Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. All opposed? The motion carries unanimously.